This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We are going to take a look at a new poll. It was done by Research Co. And it takes a look at some very controversial issues. They have been in the news as of late, particularly dealing with the Delta hospice. That hospice a bit under the microscope because of issues around medically assisted dying. So let's bring in Mario Conseco. He is the president of Research Co. and joins us now on the line. Mario, so great to have you back on the show. Great to be here with you, Jill. Uh, so what exactly were you asking people on this issue? Well, this really started after uh, we saw something that was written by Peter McKay, who is, of course, seeking the federal conservative leadership. And he was asking the justice minister uh, to essentially allow uh, those who uh, work in healthcare uh, to be able to object to serving specific cases and specific people. And we wanted to take a look at whether uh, most Canadians feel that that is the right way to go. If you have a situation where your healthcare practitioner uh, essentially has objections uh, to the way you live or to certain decisions that they should be taking, and whether that should be allowed to happen. And we find that there's not a lot of appetite for that right now. So it's kind of a weird situation. Uh, to see Peter McKay wanting to discuss uh, when it's definitely something that is uh, not really liked by many Canadians. Uh, and so you've touched on some some pretty controversial issues or ones that certainly spark opinions. And this survey, so just some of the findings from what I'm taking from this, 44% of Canadians, uh, they are in agreement that healthcare officials should have the ability to object to services if they have a moral or a faith-based objection to them. Yes, that is the one area where the situation changes drastically. We don't see a lot of support for allowing healthcare practitioners not to serve uh, members of the LGBT community, for instance, or not to have any services that have to deal with a, a pregnancy ter- termination. Uh, but when it comes to assisted dying, uh, the numbers are definitely different. We see 44% who say they should be able to say, I don't want to touch this case. I don't believe in essentially allowing somebody to die. But there's 42% of uh, Canadians who say that this is something that shouldn't matter. So on this particular issue, there's definitely a a higher level of support, if you will. But then when we ask Canadians, do you think this is a law that should be passed in your area? Uh, Most of them say that they don't want to touch it. Hmm, Interesting. And did you find a big difference then, or you kind of touched on this, when we're talking about physician-assisted death, uh, in BC, the level of support for the caveat for healthcare professionals, uh, BC actually had the highest uh, amount. It is the highest. That was quite surprising in a way, Uh, not because it is British Columbia, but because I was expecting a situation where areas that uh, definitely tend to vote more heavily for the Conservatives, for instance, uh, would be more likely to be supportive of this. But what is interesting next door is, in Alberta, they just went to this very divisive uh, discussion related to Bill 204, which was essentially something that would allow healthcare practitioners to uh, conscientiously object to give certain services. Now, the main problem with that legislation is that the language was so loose that it could be interpreted for anything in any case, and that is one of the reasons why it didn't pass. So Albertans just went through this debate, and they are the least interest in the entire nation to, re- to reopening it, whereas here in B.C. we're just getting started. We have the situation now with the uh, Delta hospice, and there is more residents who think that this is something that we should have in the books. 
Hmm, interesting. Um, and so we're talking about, because there's a lot of different uh, different things uh, here, not just faith-based, because in the past, I know there have been issues with hospitals that are part of, say, Providence Healthcare, which which is a Catholic uh, faith-based uh, facility or, or group. And I know St. Paul's, uh, the doctors that provided physician-assisted death weren't allowed to discuss it. They weren't allowed to come in and, and, and talk about it. Uh, but then there was the, the conversation of, okay, you, if you don't have this because it's because of your faith you at least have to tell somebody where they can access it or give them another option yes <clears throat> this is something that was also discussed uh, when the legislation was being introduced in alberta now part of the problem there is uh, they do continue to have a shortage of doctors and nurses so you could be at a situation where somebody's requesting a service and it would amount to a longer wait time so that was one of the problems that we had in this uh, case you know the scenario of maybe somebody who you waited a couple of months to see uh, telling you later that they won't do it because they uh, they are not happy with certain decisions that you're taking and then you're back in the waiting line so it's definitely not a simple issue it's not as simple as you're saying well somebody will see you in the next five minutes it could be in the next five months uh, exactly, and I also found it interesting the different uh, the different types of of issues that were raised or that were put to people in this particular poll, uh, because we're talking about <clears throat> about faith based, and it really is someone's personal choice or personal you know make that choice for your own life was fine, but it's like projecting that onto the people that you are tasked with serving. Yes, <clears throat> that is definitely. Something that is controversial, I think we have seen something like that in the past, uh, particularly when it comes to the LGBT community. Uh, we've had anecdotal evidence over the past 20, 30 years about doctors who didn't want to deal with specific patients. Um, we don't see a lot of support for this, which in a way was uh, kind of heartening. Um, but it just shows you how complex this issue is. You know, it's not a situation where you can write a law that is designed specifically for assisted dying. And that is one of the reasons why the bill... Uh, in Alberta didn't really succeed. Uh, it's definitely complex, and it's not something that you can solve with a yes or no question. I think there are certain nuances to these types of debates that we clearly see here in the data. Uh, we see many Canadians who say, I think this is something that makes sense, but then when we ask them if, the, if their legislature should be taking this on, they are more likely to walk away. Hmm. And you mentioned this too, because oftentimes how people answer the polls and when you ask about their political following, th- there is a correlation there. But it sounds like people are, are not, there's not a, as clear of a line when it comes to these questions and how you might vote. Well, it, it is one of the ways, uh, it, it's certainly one of the moments when I've been doing this where you do see some of those changes uh, happening politically, but not necessarily regionally. Usually you see a situation where conservatives will be in, in favor for, of, of something, and a lot of people in Alberta would also be in favor of that specific policy. But on this one, we don't see a lot of support, partly because they're coming out of this debate uh, that didn't really happen to unite anybody behind what was being proposed. Uh, it was quite interesting for me uh, to see the United Conservative Party having a majority in the legislature and essentially letting this die because they knew it wasn't going to succeed the way it was written. Uh, do you think, too, uh, the perhaps opposition to a bill, uh, so the, the opposing a bill that would uh, allow healthcare professionals the ability to have a moral or faith-based, a faith-based objection, is, do you think people read into that thinking, well, if you, if you pass that, if you allow that, then anybody could say that, and it really gives somebody an out, and then would lead to uh, perhaps a hole when it comes to offering those services or having those services available? It is definitely something that is in the minds of many Canadians. Uh, you know, I think there's definitely a situation where we tend to respect the way 
healthcare practitioners might feel about something. Uh, but it could be too complex if it's something that is going to be affecting us directly or something that is going to lead to healthcare waves or to um, certain issues that we maybe don't want to be facing right now. Um, I think that was one of the problems with the bill as it uh, was written in Alberta. Uh, it, it was too loose. You know, you could interpret this to mean anything for any religion and any particular service. Uh, it's going to take a lot of time and definitely a more concerted effort to try to bring something like that and to get the support of the legislature in Alberta or anywhere else in the country. All right. So interesting findings. Uh, Mario, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, Jill. Anytime. All right. Mario Canseco, he is the president of Research Co.